I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following, following. the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Hey, hey, this is Josh Richmond, and you are listening to the Voice of Survival podcast, exclusively on the Journey into Comics Network. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Voice of Survival Podcast, Season 2, Episode 18. As the introduction said, it's me, Nate. Hope everyone's doing well on this fantastic Friday. So, what are we doing here? What am I going to talk about? What is going on in my world? Uh, First of all, this is the first podcast I've done in over a week. So, I'm a little bit rusty. I'm just trying to get my bearings and hopefully I don't you know, screw up too bad, whatever that means, you know, hopefully you guys will be enjoying this episode today, I think we're going to just get right into it, as I said on last episode, girls and I were going to be leaving on a jet plane, taking a little bit of a vacation, going to Denver, Colorado, and I'm going to take you guys through a lot of our experience, there are some things I'm going to kind of not fully touch on, not because I don't want to, or not because this isn't the place, because obviously it is, uh, really the only reason I'm not going to touch on it is because it's going to end up being content for other shows I do, so I don't want to give away the goose too much, as it were. So, we left on Thursday morning, and we went to the airport, and it's really weird, you know, I don't, it must be just because I've been watching a lot of, like, Making a Murderer and whatnot, but we got to the airport, and I just got really nervous. I was like, oh my god, like... We're going through TSA. Like, what if they detain me? I don't know why they would detain me. I haven't done anything wrong, but what if, you know? I, like I said, I've seen Making a Murderer. Crazier things have happened. So I'm just, like, going about my business. We get up to the TSA line. There's no questions. They look at my ID. They scan it. They fucking check on my little boarding pass. Send me on my way. Send the girls on their way. And... We get through the TSA line, or we, we, were, we get through the first part of the TSA line, which is where they take your ID, and you know the second part, you put your shit in the bin, the bin goes through the, the x-ray machine, and then you have to 
depending on where you're flying out of, you have to go through the little fucking put your hands above your head so they can see your cock and balls or your, your ghibli bits, you know, uh, and make sure you don't have any crazy shit on you. So we get to that point and it's my turn to go into the thing. And like I said, I'm still nervous because it's like this. I don't know. It's just weird. I, with all the authority around, it was just like very strange. So I go to step in and I step in and they asked me to step out and I was like, what? And they're like, I, we, you actually need to go this way through this to this other thing. Cause this thing isn't working. So I broke the fucking thing. Weirdly. I didn't go through it. Oddly enough, I went to the little side thing, which was just the, essentially the metal detector. I went through no problems. Girls got through no problems. We collect our stuff and now we're in the airport chilling and we went and we found our gate, sit down, relax. I got myself set up. The girls went and ventured and went and found food for us and whatnot. And they brought some stuff back, barbecue and whatnot, which was probably a terrible decision to fly on, especially with the nerves being as high as they were. Just in general, I haven't flown in a while. So it's uh, for me, it's a little bit of a different experience. I do have, suffer from some fear of heights and especially being, you know, in a, in a situation where you're totally out of control. It's a little bit out of control. It makes you feel bizarre. So... I, uh, you know, was sitting there relaxing, the girls bring the food, we eat some food really quick, get ourselves together, get in line, board the plane, and we're there, we're ready, you know, we're ready to go, we're ready to fly, it's happening, and I had brought headphones and the laptop and the whole setup, so if we wanted to watch movies, we could, I kind of watched some of a movie, and uh, tried to put on Shazam for them to watch, and they didn't. weren't really feeling it. It was a really short flight. It was only like two hours and 20-some-odd minutes, which we'll talk about that return flight and how strange that was later. So, uh, you know, flying into Denver, first of all, you're flying into a place I've never been. Uh, in my life, I've never been to Colorado, so this is cool. First time for me. I'm stepping into a new state on our on our planet. And, you know... It was really interesting because we totally got screwed in how everything was supposed to go versus how things actually transpired. So I'm going to go a little behind the scenes, not terribly behind the scenes, but to some regard. So we we are on the plane, we're flying, and we're getting closer to Denver. And we get ready to land, and the captain comes over, and he's like, This is our captain speaking. Um, I just want to let you guys know, we're currently experiencing some thunderstorms over the Denver area, and we're going to have to ask you guys to remain uh, buckled in there, because we are going to be experiencing some mild to moderate turbulence. Holy shit, it was like, It's like you're being shook in the sky the whole time as we're trying to prep to land, and like... It was panic-inducing, and it was it was not a, it was not a fun thing. So, as I was getting ready to say, we had initially booked a place close to uh, where we kind of expected to be through the weekend. We kind of wanted to go visit some friends that are out in Denver and and experience some other things. We also didn't want to have to take a really expensive and super long Uber to do anything we wanted to do. We wanted to make everything close, quick, easy, simplistic. The place we booked our hotel through calls us up and says, Hey, uh, sorry to let you know this, but we fucked up. We do not have that room that we booked for you available. 
but we're going to give you this other room and there's this price, blah, blah, blah. And it was really frustrating. I was like, these motherfuckers, like, are you kidding me? And so it's just like, all right, whatever, fucking, I guess that's how it's going to be, right? I guess that's what we're going to be doing, you know? And we end up 40 minutes away from the airport, which is an expensive Uber, let me just say. And we take the Uber, which was my first ever real full Uber experience. And it was interesting, you know, the guy didn't really talk. He was very cordial, very quiet, said thank you. We get out, we're at our place, we go, we get the keys, we check in. Um, again, we're in Colorado, so land of the free, people. They have recreational cannabis, so we did book through a, a 420 tours place or whatever. And it was really interesting because, like... And this is a lot, a lot for me. This is this this experience. I think really benefited me um, to learn about myself and to learn more about um, kind of the future and how things are going to be changing in Illinois and other places. We had obviously covered the recreational uh, cannabis thing when this show kind of shifted gears a few episodes back. So. You know, with the with the thing we booked, they gave you a free vaporizer to use on site, which is just like this ceramic smoking device. You put your green into it, and it just like air heats it, almost like a hot um, a heck a hair dryer. But you you breathe in while it gets hot, so you create the pull, which then just like purely just like cooks out the 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 good stuff. And it doesn't actually burn anything. So, we're there. The guy, we talked to him, he is very like, I think it was, it's a little taboo there still. It's really strange to go to a place that cannabis is recreationally legal. And then people don't really talk about it or it's it's really hard to find a commonality. There's, There's so... Everything is about discretion there. It's really interesting. It's like a state that's you can legally go to a store to buy whatever you want to smoke, but you better do it in the privacy of your own home. You can't do it, you know, in all these certain different places or under these certain circumstances or whatever. And I, you know, I think I found that um, we just we just had a really interesting experience. So we, you know, we're at the hotel. It's Thursday night. Bears playing the Packers, which that was a fucking shit show. Uh, the girls and I just quickly dropped our bags off. We, uh, you know, once we got to the room, we dropped our bags off. We called another Uber. That Uber took us to a dispensary, my first experience. It was absolutely fucking stunning. I got to see these uh, humongous, really nice trophies that this company had won from the Cannabis Cup from for their different strains that they had grown and, and brought to the to the table or whatever. So it was really cool to just be in there and they were very informative and they talked to you and they explained how things worked and like the whole nines, you know. Uh, One thing that was really strange though I will say is that it was all cash only. Everything was cash only, which I mean I guess that's how it's done anyways, but uh, it did make it a little bit strange because you would assume it's a store, you can just use a card, but that, that would create another tax, I'm sure, so... This is just their way to do it with where taxes are. And that's another thing. Price versus value versus what you're getting. Like, you don't spend a whole lot out there to get a whole lot out there. And the nice thing is, is you also don't have it in the back of your head like, oh shit, man. 
I don't want to run through all this because I don't know when I'm going to get again or I'm not going to know when I'm going to be able to secure again, as it were. So out there, it, the game is totally, you know, different. It's 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 very amazing. And um, <clears throat> there are a lot of conversations that I'm going to be having, I'm sure, with Tyler on Monday's Journey into Comics about this trip involving a lot more of those things. I was sending him little updates as we went along, you know, and it was, it was you know, it was super cool because the people at the, at the shop, uh, Green Man Cannabis, they were like, okay, well, you know, here's the deal. You can get this ounce for this price. And with that, you can actually split it up and divide it into different things. We could do like a quarter of this one and two eighths of two other ones. So you guys can try a variety. And we were like, oh, that's the life, man. That's the way to do it is to just try a lot of different stuff. So did, got to experience um, medical and higher grade quality cannabis that is legally purchased and been regulated as opposed to street stuff. And you can tell, man. It, it, and a nice thing, too, is that you buy a strain or you buy something and they tell you, like, this is what it's going to do. This is its THC content. This is what's in it. These are what the cannabinoids are going to do for you. This is what kind of high it's going to give you. This is how it's going to make your body feel. This is the other strains that created this new hybrid strain that's a mixture of things. Like, they are so knowledgeable, and they work so hard, and they're so kind. And it's really a really nice environment to be in. So we leave there after getting some stuff. We went over to Target and did a little shopping trip because our place that we were staying at had a little kitchen in it. So, you know, we got some things to eat and, and, and things of that nature and then stopped off at the, the Devil's Restaurant, uh, Chick-fil-A. Fuck Chick-fil-A, although their sandwiches are delicious. Fuck Chick-fil-A. Uh, <laughs> but their sandwiches are delicious. Um, but, again, it was one of those situations where typically we would never eat there or go on our way out of our way to eat there it was literally right next to the target and we were just like fuck it i guess we'll eat here begrudgingly so we ate there begrudgingly and we went back to the hotel and we chilled we watched the bears game relaxed kind of got into the zone of the weekend and just started to kind of get used to our surroundings okay sleep Oh, 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 also want to mention our air was broke in our room the first night. And we called and they were like, oh, we'll, we'll get somebody right over. And then like 10 minutes later, they called us and they're like, um, we put a work order in. So call us first thing tomorrow and we'll send somebody tomorrow when you're ready to have us. I was like, I want you fucking right now. Like I need the air to sleep. It's going to be hot. It's actually really hot. It was like 90 degrees when we flew into Denver. So it was like oppressively hot. And I think. So I went to bed, got up the next morning, and went to breakfast, which was awesome. We had like complimentary breakfast through the hotel. So we got to go there, we eat, had some bacon and, and oatmeal and things of that nature, and just had a little bit of everything. And I drank really, and this is important, I drank really way too much apple juice. And the whole day after breakfast, I had the worst stomach cramps. I thought I was dying. I was like, you guys... I think something's like genuinely wrong with me. My insides feel like they're ripping out of my body. And, and that's not right, right? Like they hurt really bad. And I'd be like, oh my God, and it'd be a sharp shooting pain, you know? And it wasn't like I had to use the restroom or anything like that. It was just like cramps, just like intense. And we, you know, we stayed in on Friday 
you know, that's weird. We're on vacation. What did we do the first day? We didn't. We stayed in the first full day. Like, we just recovered. We watched a movie, smoked some of our cannabis that we had legally purchased, and um, we tried, let's see, so there, there were a couple different strains we tried. There was the OG, the Hell's OG, which was a Indica. It was very nice. There was the uh, Ghost Train Haze, which was a Sativa, which was a, a really, a Sativa is more of a thinking cannabis. Like, it's going to make your brain, like, fire on all cylinders. You're going to be really creative. You're going to be really, you know, in the zone, thoughtful, trying to come up with your best ideas on a Sativa, usually. And then uh, the other thing we tried was a hybrid, which which was Starkiller, um, which was like a couple mixed, I don't remember what the mixes were, but or whatever. So that was our first like little soiree into it and whatnot. And it was enjoyable, you know, it was, it was interesting trying the vaporizer for the first time and experiencing that. It's a little bit of a different feel. You end up smoking stuff that tastes kind of like popcorn because at some point it like is burnt and all the stuff you want to smoke is out of it. So then you just get this like popcorn taste. It's really bizarre. Um, but uh, so Friday we watched Dark Phoenix. I the girl, Like I said, the girls hadn't seen it. I had screened it ahead of them to let them know if it was worth a watch. And although it's not necessarily worth a watch, I did suggest, like, maybe you guys would be actually into this. Like, it's, it's kind of bad, but it's kind of, like, worth it to talk about how bad it is, right? So we all sat down and watched it, and we ordered Cheesecake Factory. Uh, just cheesecake. Literally just ordered cheesecake to our to our room through DoorDash. And enjoyed that, and then, you know, uh, oh, 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 so check this out. It's like 6 o'clock Denver time, and I'm talking to my dad on the phone because I hadn't talked to him since we had been, well, I talked to him when we when we landed, but I hadn't talked to him on Friday yet, so I called him, and I was like, hey, man, how's it going, talking about the trip and everything, how's it, how's it, how it been so far, and uh, all of a sudden, I this thing pops up on my phone, Centennial, Colorado, which is where we were technically staying, under a tornado warning. What? A tornado warning? Does Colorado even get tornadoes? Not typically. Everyone's like, what? A tornado? Colorado doesn't get tornadoes like that. Yeah, so rare occurrence, there was a tornado warning, and a tornado did touch down not too far from our hotel. Uh, luckily, it didn't like stay on the ground and do any damage. It just like touched and left. And it was very bizarre. It's like we brought our home uh, and the, you know, uh, Tornado Alley vibe to Colorado. And I told my dad, I was like, this is crazy. He's like, what? A tornado warning? I was like, yeah. And then he's like, he's on the radar. He's like, what the fuck is this? And we're looking and you can see there's definitely like a hook that, that again, could have been more powerful. Could Storm could have dropped. It could have been way worse than it was. Luckily, it was not that bad. Luckily, everything went off without a hitch, and uh, Friday was all right, and they they came and fixed the air, and that was nice, too, and it was really simple. It was just the breaker needed to be flipped because it wasn't triggering for some reason. The guy's like, watch this. Air comes right on. I was like, fuck, if I would have known it was that one breaker switch, I would have fucking messed with it, but I didn't want to break things, obviously. So, Saturday, we get up, and the girls are getting ready. We go to breakfast. Well, I actually think they went to breakfast. I wasn't really feeling the best. Uh, so, I think that's a little bit of the apple juice drama. And I had eaten way too much cheesecake. Like, Sarah and V split a piece of cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory, and I had the entire piece to myself. 
and it was way too much cheesecake. It was super rich, s'mores, delicious cheesecake. So then, you know, uh, Saturday that we got, they got up, got ready. I took a shower, got myself together, and I was like, "Oh fuck me! I didn't pack any jeans for the concert. And I don't want to wear my fucking surfer shorts, ska-looking ass shorts. Like that's dorky. I don't want to. That's not what I want to do, man." And they're like, okay, well, there's a mall not too far from here. Do you want to walk to the mall? Oh, shit, you know what? On Friday, we also walked to Tokyo Joe's before we, you know, we walked to the mall on Saturday. But on Friday, we walked to this place called Tokyo Joe's. It was like a little Tokyo sushi shop. Um, pretty Americanized. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't the best sushi I've ever had. But it was all right. Like, it was, it was cool. It was like the Chipotle of sushi. So... Saturday, we walked to the mall, which was like a mile walk. We walk over there, and we are looking at all kinds of different sales and all kinds of different things, and we end up going to um, Lucky Brand has a store there at the mall that we were at, and we walk in, and the lady's super nice, and she's like, you know, what size are you? Let's go get some sizes. We're checking them out. I find some some comparable pants, some, I mean, amazing deals uh, that this place had. So I found some really cool styles and I start trying stuff on first pair I come out with. I'm like, I, I come out and I'm like, they're a little bit tight. And the lady just looks and she just goes, no, those are not for you. Those are bad. Those aren't no. And she's like, hold on, what size are you? And I said, 34, 32. She goes, okay. She's over there for a solid couple minutes. She's like, if you can believe this, you have some of the only pairs we have. I was like, Oh, weird. Okay, cool. So, you know, she's like, try that other pair on and I do and that was the pair it fit perfectly amazing she was like wow those look great and I was like cool uh let's uh let's do it so we went and got these jeans and they were like you know originally like 145 dollar jeans I got them for 38 bucks that's living the uh, sale life so nice deal on the jeans they're super comfortable you know we're doing a little more shopping. We stop. We eat some food at the food court, which is really cool. There's like a, it's like a dining hall essentially. Girls all got. We all got something different. I got Charlie's sandwiches. V got some Cajun restaurant. Sarah got some vegan thing, uh, at some vegan restaurant. We all tried something different. It was good. It was a really good time. Left there. Finished touring the mall around and looking at all kinds of different things. And you know what? I and we're about to leave, and they're like, do you want to get your hair cut? And I was like, oh, my God, yes. I would love to have a, a fresh do going to this awesome concert because we're going to see the Misfits, as you know. So we just hit up this JCPenney, and they were like, men's cuts actually aren't expensive here. Like, the women's cuts are really, really, like, highly priced. But men don't typically get their haircut, their, their haircut here, so they're pretty cheap. And she was like, it's only going to be 23 bucks." And I was like, what? That's awesome. And they hooked me up with this lady, Faith. And she's like this older gal, and she like right before she starts cutting my hair, so nice. She's like, "Hey, I have a hearing impairment, and, I, and you're not. I can't. I'm not gonna be able to hear you once I start cutting. So no offense, but I'm not gonna be talking. I'm not gonna really be conversational while cutting the hair." And I was like, "Girl, get it. I get down." And it's really weird because I had started to have a little bit of a migraine coming on, and I just meditated through my whole haircut. I just did what she said. I just like kept my eyes closed. And just like enjoyed getting my hair cut and just tried to relax my body as best I could. And by the time we were done, my head wasn't hurting anymore. And I was like, wow, 
That was amazing. Like I could just like, I just like went to a place and meditated long enough to feel better. That's awesome. She gets me hit up with this spiffy do. We leave the mall and head back to the hotel for a little bit of chill time slash get ready time. Doesn't take us all too terribly long, but uh, it doesn't take us all that long to get ready. We get ready. We call our Uber. Uber takes us. It's like a seven-minute drive or whatever. And we get there, and we go up to the box office. And as I can say now, we were on the guest list, um, which was amazing. Uh, Being invited by your heroes to see them. I'll talk more about that later. But we go up to the gate, to the box office. We say our names, give our IDs. They only have two passes. One for me and one for Veronica. And I'm like, of all the people to fucking not get a pass, why is it Sarah? What's going on? So they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're they're gone for several minutes. They come back and they're like, okay, we are so sorry. This was filed in the wrong place. Under it was it was just misfiled. They had her name as Sarah Van and her last name as Lanningham. <laughs> so it was in the L's, not the V's. Confusion. Luckily, it's found. Everything's copacetic. We go in, and it was an amazing time. And I'm gonna really dive into that on an upcoming episode of the OGs sometime soon. Brando and I will be doing where I'll be talking about the concert experience and how it went and and, and, and all those things. Because it was really fun. We had amazing seats. It was an amazing time. Loved it. My feet hurt still from walking as much as we did and all the things we ventured and did during that show. It was really, really fun. So we left there, and we got an Uber home, back to the hotel. And V is like, do y'all want to watch a movie? Oh, you know what? That was actually on Sunday. That wasn't on Saturday. Saturday we got back to the place. Everybody just like kind of like got cleaned up for bed, and it was that was it was done. We were all exhausted. Sunday we got up, and it was like really nice. It was raining in the mountains in the early morning. The breeze was coming in. It was just like the most serene. Oh, just beautiful. I I can't even. I can't even express how amazing it was to you guys. And one thing I really loved, and I didn't even get to talk about this, is we, the first real Uber driver we had once we were closer to Denver. Uh, we were driving, and he was taking us back to the hotel. And I really saw the mountains for the first time with like the sun setting, and it just took my breath away. Absolutely just stunned me. I was like, whoa. I've never seen anything like that before. I've, I mean, that's just overwhelmingly beautiful you know so anyways Sunday we woke up and it was like we're gonna hang out we've got some plans we're gonna do some things I feel like we oh you know what I forgot to mention this on Saturday on Friday night Saturday morning it was Friday night it was definitely Friday night one of the other things Friday we did is we went to another dispensary right and we went to Starbuds, and this place was amazing. They were ultra knowledgeable, and they were more like kind of doctorly in there. Like they would ask you, "What? Why are you smoking? What are you smoke? What? What is your purpose for smoking?" And you know, it was like a mixture. We're trying to relax, and 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 I have migraines, so I'm trying to just make sure I have something that can definitely destroy that and whatnot. 
we're looking at stuff and there's like this super sensei strain that the girls wanted to try and they do and uh then i and then all of a sudden boom i see it they have moon rocks you guys are probably like the fuck is a moon rock nate well here let me enlighten you if you do not know moon rock is cannabis bud cannabis flower okay that cannabis flower is coated with wax with cannabis thc wax okay then that wax is rolled in keef. You're like, Nate, what's keef? Keef are the little tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny baby, baby crystals that are the purest THC that fall off the bud when you have it in like a grinder or when you have it batched together and there's lots of movement. The little tiny crystals will fall to the bottom of whatever is storing the cannabis. And then they, so they roll it in that. So then it's like this ultra highly concentrate bud. And it breaks apart like kinetic sand. It's the craziest thing to touch and to feel and to experience. And it's absolutely magical. It just makes you feel super at peace. You just zen to a different world, to a different plane. Like you could still do things. I could still function. I was a fully functioning person. It wasn't like I was locked into the couch of dumbness and didn't want to do anything. You know, and that's actually why we're talking about Sunday. Cause I, I, I totally did. Like I said, I forgot a little bit about the, uh, the moon rock experience. So we also had bought like several different like little pre-rolled mini joints and joints. Cause you can do that there. They just have like stuff already ready for you to smoke here. Just have this. Oh, cool. Fucking great. So those will come in handy later in the story. Cause we get to Sunday, get up, do the breakfast thing. And it's like, what do you guys want to do? And we decide, okay, well, why don't we just fucking go to the green mile? There's a mile of, of road in Denver that literally has all these dispensaries. And you just, you can just walk in and check out all the different things, you know? So we're checking all of the different things, as I've said. As we're walking, we go to the first place, Colorado Harvest Company. We pick up a couple little products just to have. I mean, we have been literally smoking every chance we get as much as possible just to experience it, you know? Might as well. Like, as I kept saying and joking, when in Rome. So... We are walking away from this place, and we see some other places. We, and I don't, I'm not really into it. There's a vintage store. We go in there. It triggers me to have one of the worst sneezing attacks I've ever had. So I had to leave the store and be outside and just be like, "Achoo, achoo!" Sneezing fucking hundred times. It was brutal. And then next door is this retro place that I had found that I really wanted to experience called Fifty Two Eighties. It's a totally retro store that is dedicated to your childhood. And it has all these vintage toys, super beautifully curated, all these different sections. So there's like a Marvel section, and there's a DC section, and there's a Star Wars section, and there's a Star Trek section, and there's a Doctor Who section, and there's a fucking um, Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, uh, Care Bears, uh, My Little Pony, I mean, everything you can think of. And they have boxed, not boxed, on card, not on card. But it's not just thrown around. It is curated. So it's a really cool, fun, inviting experience to walk into. You're just like, whoa, this place put some work in to make it look as good as it does. And it's a really fun place. So strangely enough, one of our friends had actually moved not too long ago to Denver. So we hit her up and she's like, hey, I just got off work. Like, I'm going to go home and change real quick and then I'll come scoop you guys. She, she rolls up at the fucking 5280s and 
scoops us up. And she's like, I'm going to take you guys to this really cool fucking place where you can look at dope-ass art. And I was like, yes, I love art. Please, let's do it. So she drives us into Denver. She's like, hold on, I'm not like a really, I'm not really perfect at where I'm going, so I'm just trying to make sure I do this right. And she like pulls into this alley, and there's all this graffiti art, but it's like the most amazing art you've ever seen. It's not like typical graffiti. It's not like cheap words or whatever. It's like full-blown spray paint art to the max, no stencils, just done with hard work and, and, and time. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is incredible. And so she pulls into this place, and I was like, um, we're just parking in this random alley in Denver. I'm fearing for my life a little bit. Okay, this is strange. And she's like, all right, we're here. And I was like, where are we? And she's like, I'm taking you to the guys to this art co-op. And it's like, so they have this these artists that live in this co-op, and they create in that space. And because they all just want to be artists, so they share their living space. They aren't materialistic. They don't need a hundred million things, and they all share their creative ideas and workflow. And man, there's so much amazing art in that place. It blew my mind. They've been open for ten years. Their ten year anniversary was on Friday, which we missed, which was kind of silly of us to miss. Now that I think about it, I'm like, fuck, that would have been like one of the coolest things to do on Friday. But it's okay. We were totally jet lagged and all fucked up from our flights and everything. So. We are outside the co-op, and all of a sudden, a circle has formed, and these people are passing joints. Two people are passing joints in opposite direction. So it's like you, once in a while, end up with two joints in your hand at the same time. you got to smoke, smoke. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, that's what artists do, man, honestly. So, having a little smoky, and we have a joint. So I'm like, hey. I'll introduce this third one into the mix. Let's go for three. So there are three joints in this circle just going around and around and around. And it was... Okay, so I usually enjoy cannabis for medicinal purposes. But to do it recreationally and on the level that we were doing it was absolutely stellar. Like, you get to be in a different, fully... Like, your headspace changes. Things that you think matter don't matter as much. And things you really want to be focusing on and putting your energy into, you can and it's a really fun, really beautiful experience. So uh, as we're doing the pass around in this circle, it starts raining a little bit, and then it starts raining more, and then it starts pouring. So they're like, okay, well, we're going to go in this art co-op now. And I was like, oh, cool. So we go in this building, and it's literally a gallery on three floors. There's a middle center floor, a basement, and then an a, a, a upstairs. And people are living not like just in there right now, obviously, but they have, you can tell where people's like workspace is also where they sleep. And they, but some of the art was just absolutely stunning. You're just like, what the fuck? Some of the best art I've ever seen, some of the most creative installations of pieces and things of that nature. This dude we met, he was super kind and super nice. He's like, uh, yeah, we've got all kinds of installations here. You guys check out anything you want. Have any questions? Feel free. Like, it, it your casa is su casa. Okay, cool. So we're looking around, and I'm looking at all these different things, and I see this TV on the wall, and it's like this 1970s-slash-80s dial TV, but the screen has been, like, melted in. But the picture is playing through. Like, you can see there's a screen that's playing something through the TV that's not actually that TV's screen. It's really weird. 
but I touch it and it jolts and I thought it was going to fucking fall on me. And I was like, oh my God. And V and Sarah kind of snapped like, what are you doing? You're going to knock it off the wall. And the little girl starts laughing and she's like, it got you. And I was like, what? And I was like, this little like eight or nine year old girl that somebody who uh, has art there's daughter um, was like, it moves a lot. So then I start watching it and it's like jolting on the wall. And I was like, of course I got it in the one time it was like still. And then it got me when it started moving after it was still for so long. So then he's got like this humongous rat trap that has money in it. And if you can get the bills, it's, it's, it's fun. Cause like I, I did, cause I'm, I try to be clever about like, oh, you got, you put in a, a, a couple thousand dollars in front of me. Of course, I'm going to take it off the trap easily and not get my hand smashed. Spoiler alert. The bills are fake, which only partially saddened me. I was like, fuck, I did this cool thing. And I thought I won a prize, but I guess all in the same. It's uh you know. So, looking at all the art, go downstairs, go upstairs, check on all the art. It's storming like crazy. There's a piano. Sarah and V start jamming some Danzig. They're jamming Killer Wolf. And, like, just in the perfect spot in the song, I'm looking outside. This guy is walking across this rainy-ass parking lot. And lightning struck, like, 20 feet from this dude. He had to have just shit his pants and everybody near him had to have shit their pants too because he should have been fucking crispy creamed and french fried my friends i mean it was like crack you know and this lightning was just it was brutal absolutely brutal luckily nothing happened he doesn't die everything's cool it was a weird killer wolf moment we're done with the co-op and we're leaving and sarah uh opad our friend is like hey uh I'm going to take you guys to this labyrinth. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I've got this cool labyrinth. And I was like, well, you know, I'm actually pretty fucking hungry. I could go for some food. What about you guys? And everyone's like, yeah, I'm hungry. So we went to Black Metal Brewing, I think is what it was called. I'm probably wrong on that. I should look it up on my phone, but I don't want to like pause the show and take forever to find something that's buried. But yeah, so we went to this brewery, and it was like this metal brewery, and it had all these like awesome metal references and whatnot. I'm pulling it up right now. Aha, here we go. So Black Sky Brewery, beer, pizza, metal, and it says on the receipt here, your minion was Eric. And I got this delicious-ass pizza with red onion and jalapenos and cheddar cheese and... Oh, super good. It was called, what was it called? The Mortician. That's right, with half jalapenos. Uh, I also ordered a Dirty Russian, which was a drink they had with handcrafted root beer, which was also very good. They had all kinds of beers and and whatnot, you know. Uh, The art co-op, again, was really, really a whole lot of fun to just experience. And so my phone dies, and that kind of sucks because I don't have any more pictures uh, during Sunday. But Sarah Opat's like, hey, I've got this labyrinth. It's like a stone labyrinth. You walk. You can't get really like lost or whatever, but it's really interesting. And we walked it, and you get in the center of it, and I swear to God, it was like as soon as we got to the center, I look up in the mountains, and the storms are rolling over the mountains. So you've got these creepy clouds that are like enveloping the mountains. And then like we're watching lightning and hearing the thunder rolling in the mountains and whatnot. 
and it was just like this serene moment. The sun is setting. We're in this like rock thing. We walk back out and we're walking back towards the car and we are like, hey, let's take the blanket that we brought that we were going to sit down somewhere with, which we never did. And let's set it out here on this little, like, it's like a little amphitheater place where concerts happen. So it's like a stage that's right on, like, right next to the grass. Like, there's no level. It's just like the ground stays the ground, but you're in this enclosure. So we sat there and we had a little, had a little smoke and, like, watched the storms roll in some more. And it was just like, oh, there was just a peacefulness and a sereneness. And it just, like, centered me. And then we get to Monday. Once we get home on Sunday night, we watched Inglorious Bastards, which I had never seen. We'll probably be talking about that on next week's finale of Foodies. I can't believe we're already at the finale of Foodies. Holy shit. Uh, for season three, that's going to be crazy. But um, we, you know, we watched Inglorious Bastards. I'd never seen the movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. And then Monday got up. And got ourselves together, started packing, started doing, getting everything together. They, the checkout wasn't until noon. We asked them if we could do 1230. They were cool with it, no charge. Uh, we had breakfast. And then we had a lot of weed left over. And I was like, well, what are we going to do? So we got all this cannabis. And I'm not sure what we're going to do. So we went to this, we found this little spot that we created, I guess. It was just a little sitting space. And we went ham and smoked so much cannabis before our flight. It was lovely. And then we got ourselves the rest of the way together, got everything packed, double check, triple check, quadruple check, get our boarding pass stuff ready, call our Uber. After we've smoked, uh, we sat and smoked outside for like an hour and 40 minutes before we called our Uber. After we had checked down, it was lovely. And then we go off and do our thing and i tell you what getting to the airport wasn't bad uh, the driver was pretty quiet again it wasn't that terrible but it was all right uh going through the denver tsa was all right it was a lot more busy because it's an international airport uh, as opposed to midway which usually just has like chicago flights and, and whatnot it doesn't go out of state or out of country so we get through that line and once we're through we're just chilling in this airport for a few hours we chill in the airport i had some different kinds of jerky that they had that you could try i uh we had some food we ate einstein bagel and jammed that and it was amazing and then we waited for the plane the plane arrived and i tell you what here's the craziest thing our flight they're like hey this flight's going to be two hours and 20 minutes home. And I was like, okay, cool. That's what it was here. Makes sense. And we did the flight in an hour and 40 minutes, which means if you can math, we saved 40 minutes of time somehow. Almost an hour was cut off our flight time. <laughs> it was insane. It was like, it was absolutely crazy we were flying in the evening so the sun was setting and whatnot we were flying with the jet stream so i'm sure that has something to do with it there weren't storms so you didn't have to compete with that or whatever but i did have to compete with a little bit of a migraine and i just slept i slept on the plane for a little bit got up 
woke up, had some ginger ale. Then it was almost time. We were almost home. We land. Everything's copacetic. Our ride came and got us, and we're back to back to living our regular lives right now, you know, folks. And uh, vacation was something that was absolutely needed just to be able to recharge, to reset my batteries. There are still stories I, I kind of left off the table. I kind of just gave you guys cliff notes for the most part of all the different things that were happening during our vacation. Uh, I think that I would need to have another person with me to really dive into all the storytelling that could happen and all the things we experienced. Cause there was some things like that are just, okay. Uber drivers are interesting. That's kind of a, like a little side story. Some of the places we ate were just all right. We never had anything that was like, Oh my God, I can't believe we had this except for, except for we did try this thing called jets pizza, which apparently they have some like around the globe. So you can get them in like, in Lafayette has a Jets pizza and honestly their Detroit style eight square Jets pizza was the best pizza I've ever had ever hands down it was absolutely stunning I mean it blew my mind so yeah guys we're back home vacation was great going to a recreational state was nice it was really interesting to see how the infrastructure and everything works there They've had to work out some of the kinks since they first started this venture in was like the 2016 elections. Uh, they had corruption and had to get rid of it. Michigan is dealing with corruption and, and has now just gotten rid of it. Illinois will probably have corruption and then they'll deal with it and then everything will normalize. And, the, and I tell you, I'm hopeful that coming into the 2020 election, it is actually a very big topic that the presidential nominees are dishing on because I think that the the rescheduling and decriminalizing uh, cannabis could help our country. And I, I, I will say that too, is like Denver was a very relaxed city. Like not a lot of people being assholes to each other. There was, it was pretty cordial across the board. We didn't really see craziness except for at the concert, but I got to save that for the OGs. Sorry. It's just a fun story. Um, and not to say that you guys don't deserve to hear it. It's just, we're going to be talking about concerts. I said we were going to do it, and i got to keep my word. Brandon would be really mad if I killed it here and, and told the story, and he'd be like, bro, come on. So anyways, folks, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Voice of Survival. I know we've got some interesting stuff coming up on the show. I know Tyler's probably going to do a little bit of a takeover and have has a couple episodes planned. I know he and I are just going to riff and tell some stories at some point, which should be a lot of fun. And then we're going to end this season. And then who knows what's going to happen with the Voice Survival Podcast. Maybe it will be back for a third season. Maybe it will not. Uh, I want to always keep the Journey into Comics Network and all of the shows fresh and keep people interested and give them things that are interesting. And I hope that we do that on a consistent basis. So, folks, as always, you can check out the Voice of Survival Podcast right here on the Journey into Comics Network at journeyintocomics.com. Get us on the iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, CastBox, TuneIn, and many others. Just search Journey Into Comics Network. Also, go to patreon.com backslash Journey Into Comics. Give us a buck. We don't give a fuck. That's our new slogan. Actually, we do give a fuck. We need your money. We need your money. We need your money. Not because we're poor, because we're fucking poor. We need your money. Please help us. We thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Voice of Survival. This has been Season 2, Episode 18. I have been The Voice of Survival Nate, and we will see you guys later. Take care.